0: Next up, I am going to invite Paul to the stage. So, Paul is the comedian of the, uh, of the writing group. He is absolutely amazing, so positive, so wonderful, and we can't wait like to hear your words, Paul. Come on up. Well, I've, I've started writing a book... Uh, in 2018, uh, dedicated to my wife. It's called The Hound of Mary, and this is just one little part of the book. Hmm. We'd been out for a day at Griffith Leisure Centre. Mary loved table tennis, so twice a week, maybe three times, we would play upstairs above the sports hall in the centre. Afterwards, we'd go to the bar for a lager while making our way home. On the wall, someone had put a picture of Blackpool advertising the trip to see the Illuminations. The trip had already gone. But I asked Mary if she would like to go and see the Illuminations and maybe taking a show. If I could could arrange it. Mary was enthusiastic as I was at the thought of seeing some stars off off the television. So the next day I rang to arrange accommodation. But because the Illuminations were on, we were limited to what we could get and what we could afford. After several calls, we found a guest house that had a room free on the date we wanted. Shearing a room was not what we had planned, but it was, it was that or nothing. I spoke to Mary about it, and we agreed to share, but only for sleeping, not for intimacy. And the unwanted baby was not part of the plan. Both, we both decided to tell our families, uh, not not to tell our families about our sleeping arrangements, mm-hmm. leading them to believe we had separate rooms for our stay. Mm-hmm. The next day, I went to the railway station and booked tickets for the following Wednesday. We fell lucky because on a Saturday there was a late train from Blackpool to Grimsby at 11 p.m. Following Wednesday, we caught the 5:30 train to Blackpool, and took back sorry, took to Manchester. We had to change stations at. To, for the Blackpool train. We both enjoyed train travel and talking to other people from different parts of the country. There were seven children there with buckets and spades with their mothers and dads. They, and as they said, uh, th- there was an ice cream for who could spot Blackpool Tower first. This kept the children quiet for a few minutes because we had only just left Manchester. Manchester. There was little chance of that, of that last game. After we had passed Preston, we started to get excited and of us tried to see the tower before the children. We didn't win the ice cream. <laughs> we arrived at Blackpool North Station, then had the task of finding our guest house. We asked the taxi driver. He refused to tell us where it was but said he would take us. We agreed and we travelled along and we saw the signs for the acts who were appearing on the three pairs. It was for the summer season. We soon arrived at our guest house, which I've had to say was right next to the Pleasure Beach. In fact, when we got to our room, we could see the roller coaster at the Pleasure Beach from our window. We came downstairs after putting the case on the bed, and the guest house owner had made us a cup of tea and biscuits, a very welcome gesture. We left the guest house and started to explore Blackpool, first booking a show on the South to see Candlewick Green. Then, then the Winter Gardens to book to get, see, get some in for the following evening. We started to book a, not to book a third show so we could spend the night and join the lights at leisure. We took the tram ride, just for the pleasure of it, and spent the afternoon at Blackpool Zoo. We both looked animals, and for some reason I don't understand, I've always looked elephants. To me, they are the gentle giants of the animal world. Mary wanted to ride on one the zoo would never allow it. <laughs> that evening went to the South Pier. We had a fantastic evening and watched a comedian ventriloquist called Neville King. He stole the show. He, he, he was a performer we met several years later, in 1984, at Butlins Holiday Camp, where he did exactly the same act. <laughs> <laughs> that night we went back to the guest house and spent our first night together. As I lay in bed next to Mary, I realised I had real feelings for her. I took her into my arms and kissed her on her lips and fell into a deep sleep. Next day after breakfast, we made our way to Blackpool Tower and for the first time we looked down through the railings at the Lancashire town. The, there were strong winds that day and as I was about to take a photo of Mary, her dress blew up like the well-known Marilyn Monroe photo where she's standing on the grid showing her underwear. <laughs> Mary Lack, at just the right time, and to me, the picture is priceless. It was then I decided to propose. It was not what I had planned, but I'm glad I acted the way I did, on impulse. To my surprise, Mary said she wanted to think about it. That night, we went to the Winter Gardens to see, get some in, and afterwards met the cast. Tony Selby, Gerald Ryder, and Robert Lindsay, to name a few. After the show, we'd go into the dance hall, which was not what we had expected. It was huge, and we only stayed for now because the music was not the kind we enjoyed. On our last day, we went round the Waxworks and the Pleasure Beach, where we went on all the rides at least twice. It's a sad vision each former myself if you visit it today. On our last night, we went for a curry on, on the seafront, but to be honest, it was that cold in there that we couldn't wait to get out. <laughs> on Saturday morning, we woke up at 6am to be told that the checkout time was 7am. The earliest checkout time in the world. After all, our train wasn't until 11 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> we stretched breakfast out till 8 o'clock, and the guest house owner would not let us leave our cases until Late, to the later in the day, then we never get our customer again. We made our way to the station, put our case in the left luggage of office, and were told it closed at 10pm. At least we didn't have to carry it around with us all day. We strolled around the shops, had a second day at the pleasure beach, and a few rides on a small steam railway. The weather was not kind, it was typically cold and windy, and intermittent showers, so there were more coffee, cup- Cafe breaks than we had planned, just to keep warm and dry. We got back to the station at 9:30 p.m. to pick up our cases and went to a nearby pub for a last drink or two before the trip home, and toasted our engagement, even though Mary had not accepted it yet. <laughs> we were talking to the other passengers all the way home when we really should have caught up on sleep. We got back to Brimsby at 5:30 a.m. in the morning, and I walked Mary home. I gave Mary a goodbye kiss and left her on her dad's doorstep and I made my way home. That afternoon at about two o'clock, Mary arrived at my mum and dad's house and we took a walk along the Clicos beach. As we sat having a coffee in Brown's cafe, Mary told me she decided to accept my proposal of marriage and asked where she could have a ring. I smiled at her face as her face lit up and the sea on that cold day. We left the cafe and walked to the souvenir shop. I bought her a ring for 25 pence. Okay, it wasn't going to be her real engagement ring, but proud of Mary's face, made it worth a million pounds. I explained we were not going to get engaged until Christmas Eve, and I would not marry her until we had her own home. By then, I would have to have got her a real ring. But to Mary, it's, sorry, to Mary, this didn't matter. It's what the cheap ring represented that counted. Mary kept that ring for many years until it snapped. But I always believed it was her most treasured piece of jewellery. She always wore it, admittedly on a different finger than her real engagement and wedding ring finger. But to her, and to me, if I'm honest, it was priceless. People in this modern day world teach the treasure things by monetary value. But sentimental value is more precious to me, and I believe it was to Mary. And sentimental values can be carried in your memory with maximum interest in the bank of happiness. We did get engaged on Christmas Eve, and we got to our new home shortly after. Well, that's another story. <laughs>